Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the voice of the... Uh, of flustered. The, the flustered. flustered. Okay, I was looking for something, and there it is. Flustered. And it's time now for the food show. Every afternoon we sit down and we talk about food, restaurants, cooking, wine, anything that's delicious, anything that makes your happy life put together, uh, make you look for other people of the... Uh, Same persuasion and, to and enjoy. That, and that do it ordinarily and, yeah. uh, and, and with banks. And um, Today we have a guest in the studio. We do? Yes. We have a guest in the studio, and we're going to just sort of introduce him, just baptism by fire. Are you with us there, Josh? Howdy, Tom. Marianne. Hey. hey. Oh, hello there. Okay. Now, do, do you go by, should we introduce you as Jesus? Yes, please. Okay. So... I'm going to have you introduce yourself, really, but let me just set up why you're there. So I was at Galatoire's on Friday, and uh, I was at a birthday party, and Josh was was at the next table. And um, someone, you know, I don't think I told you this at Galatoire's, but someone at our table was wondering who you were because people (laughs) were coming to sit and and have their picture taken with you. And so I thought, oh, well, if he's someone, I mean, you know, in the inst- Instagram social <laughs> media world, people of my age might not necessarily be familiar with someone your age who is an Instagram uh, sensation. So I said, I said um, I, I'm going to go over and see who he is. So I went and sat down with you, and we chatted for a few minutes, and you explained that you were in town from London and that you are a DJ. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. And so what when when I hear a DJ, you know, in the old days, a DJ was someone that came to a party and played records. What does what do you do? Uh, pretty much. Because I looked you up. Yeah. I looked you up and I thought, boy, this guy would really hit it off with my husband because <laughs> it's 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 an old kind of. You sort of focus on the early 20th century exactly. music. Is that right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally up to, say, the early 70s. Um, okay. And everything up from, say, 1900, I guess, uh, with the old shellacs and uh, Edison cylinders. So how did you get into that? Like, why would you even, how would you even know about that? I don't know. I, uh, um, uh, when I was younger, I watched this show, uh, a BBC serial show called The Singing Detective, if you're aware of it. Hmm. It uh, sounds like the kind of thing uh, that we had a lot of in this country called suspense. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of an homage to those, um, to those yeah, I guess, pulpy noir stories. Um, but exactly. it also involved uh, the director and writer's passion for uh, those old 78 RPM songs of his childhood. Um hmm. Yeah. Seems to be like your red records, Tom, I guess. Red records, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, <laughs> until we had Hurricane Katrina here, which you, I hope you heard about before. Yes. And I, yes. And because if you do if you do remember it, uh, forget it. But anyway, 
uh, I had in my uh, my office downtown about 300 of those big 33 RPM. Uh, what, what did they call those? There was a name for them. But they, records, just big they, old Shallot records. records. They, they, uh, they played in reverse. They were red, and uh, they, and you would uh, put the, the um, needle on the outside. A phonograph. Not Is that what you're talking about, a phonograph? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed you know to what? disagree. I'll tell you what, what, uh, what else is I'm, I'm uh, mis- mystified by, and that is, what's an Instagram? Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll explain that a little bit off the air, Tom. But, but well, Tom, okay. is, Tom is an extreme radio and train geek, okay? So when I, saw, when I looked you up and I saw it, I thought, oh, man, these two would really hit it off. Mm, could be. You know, my favorite line of... Uh, conversation is one that you can tell in this building and on this radio station and all the other accoutrements we have to this and it's this really great line you ready yes this is cbs the columbia broadcasting system <laughs> i told you he was a geek however i'm gonna tell you this josh tom I'm hates with a passion bacalao Oh, really? Now, why did you choose Bacalao as your second name? It just came to me, you know, like a mm. vision, I guess. Do you do you really like Bacalao? Uh, I like it, but not with a godly passion, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Some people really do over in Europe. They really oh, for do, sure. I, I mean, know. Portugal has over 400 different preparations for Bacalao. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, more than wow. one for every day of the year. It is uh, well known here in New Orleans, believe it or not. During Lent is when it comes out more than any other time. And uh, at that time of year, uh, bacalao, which they usually make with that frozen salted codfish Mm. that you could kill somebody with if you threw them at the right time. I'm going to try that because I've decided that I need to try that. You've always scared me away from it. Take all of mine, will you? But I need to try it. I'm sure you'd like one of the many 400 preparations. Well, isn't it just like isn't it like fish and chips when you uh, get yeah. right down to it? No, it's it's like more than anything, it's like those codfish uh, capes that you uh, that you get around New Orleans in. Uh, oh, codfish cakes, yeah. Codfish cakes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and also all over Europe, everywhere you go, you will fall, uh, find bacalao and something like it, or something like it. Yeah, Chef Andrea, who's going to be calling in today, oh, he's a big Lordy. fan of that. All right, really? so I found you at Galatoire's. Yes. And I would like to know how you came to be at Galatoire's, how you came to be in New Orleans, and what, you know, be the Alexis de Tocqueville, (laughs) and tell us what your impressions of New Orleans were. Okay, so let's start with Galatoire's. Okay. Uh, I am a fried chicken aficionado, um, Mm. and uh, in my intense fried chicken research of where to go in New Orleans... I uh, came upon Galatoire's, um, where I heard it was on the secret menu. Mm. Um, and then I also heard that the time to go, the time to go, capital T, capital T, uh, was Friday for lunch. Uh, mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, and it was it was actually my first day in New Orleans that day, and mm. what a perfect introduction it was. I mean, it was an experience unlike any other. Quite <laughs> overwhelming, sure. very alcoholic, and very delicious. <laughs> did you have the fried chicken? I did, yes. Uh-huh, and it was good. Okay, now I'm going to tell you something really sad, because I think you told me when I talked to you on Friday that you were leaving this Friday. 
Tragically, yes. Uh, you know that there's a fried chicken festival this weekend? I know, I know. Um, <laughs> it, it was apt timing to be leaving. But yes, uh, I'll, yeah, it is. I'll be heading it around is. Cajun country uh, for a few days from Friday. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Looking forward to some boudin. Oh, yeah? Mm. Well, you'll like that, too. Yes, indeed. Okay, so you so you search out fried chicken. Yes. And do you travel to this country very much? Uh, no, th this is my first time here in uh, about six years. Okay. Yeah. Where'd you go the last time? Uh, the coasts. Okay, okay. But, but yeah, kind of incomparable to here. <laughs> well, you know, New Orleans is kind of the most European city in America. Did you find that as well? Definitely, especially when it comes to food culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you have you had anything else besides? I'm, I'm sure you oh, have. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I've indulged in many oysters, many, many oysters. Yes. Um, Poboy. Now, there's my kind of guy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm gonna tell you what. You two. You two would really hit it off. You would. You absolutely would. Yeah, my my uh, my idea of a good beginning to a day is about a dozen and a half raw oysters. Ah, uh, that sounds like my ideal start too. There we go. <laughs> okay, so where where let's let's hear your chronology of your experiences here culinarily, or any experiences that you've had in New Orleans. Because I saw you on Friday. You had just gotten here. Uh, so I actually touched down on Thursday night. Um, okay. My first meal here was at Mr. B's Bistro. Ah, wonderful. Well uh, chosen. Thank you. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I, I thought the most apt start would be um, a gumbo yaya followed by the barbecue shrimp. Sounds Perfect. like he's been reading your website, Tom. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like minds, I guess. Yeah, okay. Where uh, did you get this? You, I guess, researched it, huh? Yeah, yeah. I okay. Some, mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a big uh, itinerary. Well, not itinerary, I guess, but places I wanted to visit, places I wanted mm -hmm. to eat, places I wanted to hear. Jazz and stuff? Yeah, lots of jazz, blues. <clears throat> and there's <throat> actually a thriving punk scene here at the moment. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't know about that. <laughs> We're not the right age for that. Okay, so you went to Mr. B's. And you had gumbo, yaya, ya, and what was the other thing you said? Uh, the barbecue shrimp. Barbecue shrimp. Okay. Uh, uh, and did you like that? You like the barbecue shrimp too? Very much. Okay. The pepperiness of the dish. sauce. Yes. Yes. Tom thinks that barbecue. I mean, the uh, the gumbo yaya ya at Mr. B's is the best in town. Oh, really? I, I don't know if I agree with that, but I think it's pretty good. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know how to get good guests. Okay, so <laughs> all right. So then uh, Friday rolled around, and you went straight to Galatoire? Straight to Galatoire to put my name down on the menu. Oh, I mean, yeah. on the list. Yeah. You heard about that, so you knew what to do with that, too? Exactly. I was there at 8.45. Oh, my gosh. Wait, now, <laughs> you, now tell me that. Tell me your experience, because... I wrote something in our uh, on our website nomenu.com about my experience that day because I learned about the whole blind stander thing um, from a from a, an insider's viewpoint that day. I learned a lot about Galatoire's, and I'm a native. So, <laughs> so you went at where did you hear when you were researching things? What were you? What did you discover was the the method for which uh, you would be assured a meal at Galatoire's? I actually uh, emailed in and asked, um, yeah, whether a reservation was required. Um, and they recommended for Fridays. Well, they, they said you could reserve on the 
second floor, but yes. I believe the yeah, first floor is where thing. all oh, the action that's happens. So good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I actually made a reservation, immediately cancelled, and decided I'd be there at eight forty-five on Friday. Okay. And so it goes. You're playing the game perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so wait, the, the doors were open at eight forty-five? Uh, no. Um, someone saw me there standing curiously and uh, took pity on me in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there are people that are standing there who are being paid by other people to stand. Did you know that? No. Okay, so let me tell you about my experience Friday. So I was there for a birthday party, the one that was sitting right behind you. Yeah. And the there was no one in the dining room when I arrived with the cake at 11. And then there's this clipboard guy who runs around, and apparently if your name is on the clipboard, you're in, and if it's not, you're not. And you can get your name on the clipboard, but for a later time. Mm. So I wasn't... I didn't, none of the names that I threw out were on the clipboard and it wasn't going to be on the clipboard because of course there are no reservations. So when I texted the host, they told me to ask for this guy, Bob. And so when I asked, does anybody know a Bob? <laughs> One of the waiters said, oh yeah, let me take you to him. Yeah, the, the, so he can, took me outside. You can tell mm -hmm. that he's authentic when he shows you that his name can be spelled backwards. Palindrome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we go outside, and I find out that Bob is a line stander, and he's been paid to stand in line, and he makes $10 a head for that. I know, isn't that crazy? Sign me up. <laughs> isn't that crazy? So anyway, Galatoire's is certainly an interesting place, that's for sure. So you you were in line at 8.45, and did you just, like, stand there, or did you put your name on the clipboard and go off? Uh, yeah, um, I got there, um, let me in after the heat, uh, put my name on the clipboard, and was told to come back at half 11, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and then, that's yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. It went pretty smoothly, i got to say. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, so then you had the fried chicken and galatoires. Is that all that you had? Uh, no, I started with the seafood okra gumbo, which might have been the best thing I've ever eaten. Oh, really? Yeah. Pretty good. Wow. Okay. Uh, we don't get too much okra in the UK either, so it, it was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, okra is definitely, I, I'm getting a new appreciation for it. Have you ever had it pickled? No, but I had it fried yesterday at Willie yes. Mays. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, where did you where where did you have that? Uh, Willie Mays. Ah, uh, okay, okay. We're gonna get to all the rest of your yeah. list <laughs> before you leave. Pick up a jar from a supermarket of Tiffy's T I F F E apostrophe at apostrophe s pickled okra. I'm writing that down as we speak. And then put it in everything. It's really good. <laughs> okay. All right. So then you had uh, you had the. Um, the okra gumbo, and then you had the fried chicken, and what else? Uh, for dessert, I believe, I'm not sure. I, I had quite a few drinks as well, so it got a bit yes. fuzzy after a certain well point. Well done. <laughs> that, that helps at Galatoire's. Here's something that they don't tell you, but it's true. Uh, if you die in uh, New Orleans, it's considered natural causes. Of, of cirrhosis <laughs> of the liver. If you die of cirrhosis of the liver, it's considered natural causes. Yeah. Um, okay, so did you think the scene was quite um, interesting? Yes. <laughs> interesting, capital letters. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never experienced anything like that. It was, yeah. 
it, it, it felt of another time, you know? Yes. Um, it's really it, wild. I, I walked back out onto Bourbon Street and it was like, where have I been? <laughs> Very good. Exactly I mean, that, right. This is great. You are playing your visit here absolutely perfect. Yes, let's see where he went next. Okay, so, oh, wait, do we, we should take a break. We're going to take a break. Um, and uh, and we'll be back. We're talking to Jesus Bacalao, who you should look up on the Internet. He is a DJ from the U.K., and he's our Alexis de Tocqueville uh, with his observations of New Orleans on his first visit here. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Jesus Bacalao. Howdy. Which, which sounds improbable. <laughs> Until you learn more about the guy, and he comes through with absolutely the perfect line every time uh, he has heard something from our little gang here. So it's been uh, very entertaining to have you on the program. Too kind, Tom. Too kind. And he also, uh, after only a short time in New Orleans, has become an expert on Galatoire. <laughs> Sounds like it to me. He's well-researched, that's for sure. I'll be okay, writing so the British Guide to Galatoire. Uh, so um, on... Friday evening, I did a bit of a oyster tour. Um, started with Acme, um, where I had, uh, I believe, two and a half dozen raw and a half dozen charbroiled, along with a couple very dirty martinis. Okay. Um, Aren't the charbroiled great? Oh, wow. Yeah, they don't do them in Europe that way. So that was actually my first time eating a cooked yeah. oyster it was rather mind-blowing <laughs> you know o- yes. oysters the kind of oysters eaten in europe are really they're totally a different uh, kind of oyster uh from what we have on this side of the world mm. but it's uh but the main thing that comes out of it is that the ones in uh that you're stuck with in europe <laughs> uh have a way no they're they're uh Pretty Tom is an oyster snob. Oh uh, yeah, no, like, like eating oysters in the UK or anywhere in Europe really is a rarity. Whereas, yeah, yeah, we have a lot of them here. It's yeah, an elite dish. Yeah. Okay, well, so you can come have all you want. Exactly. All right. So you had oysters. It was an oyster festival on Friday night. Then what did you do on Saturday? Well, actually, uh, after Acme, I went to Felix's where I tried the oh. buffalo oysters, too. <laughs> and now, another which, half dozen charbroiled. <laughs> okay, and a half dozen charbroiled. Yeah. Have you been to Drago's yet? Because uh, they're no, the originators. Uh, really? Uh, I think that might be this evening's plan. Okay. Oh. All right. So, uh, so you... Um, you had Felix's and Acme, and which of those did you prefer? Because uh, they're right across the street from each other. Exactly. Well, Acme for fresh, 100%. Okay. Um, yeah, just unbelievable. I, I enjoyed drinking the juices afterwards. And, oh, there okay. you are. Mm. I mean, you got it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, he's got it. But, yeah, yeah the, the buffalo oysters are pretty innovative, i got to okay, say. Okay, now what is that? Is that like like buffalo wings exactly yeah deep fried oh, okay. in um a spicy buffalo sauce with a oh, okay. blue cheese okay. dressing on the side okay <laughs> <laughs> i think you could become an adopted new orleanian you sound Aww. really into the <laughs> thank you <laughs> okay so then saturday what did you do um saturday uh, a very oystery start once again um i went to stanley's uh where i ordered the egg stanley Oh my gosh, I haven't thought of Stanley in forever. Now, how did Stanley turn up? I can't quite remember. Um, 
I guess uh, I did some pretty intense oyster research, and uh, yeah, the, the egg Stanley dish was on top of some of the lists. As I uh-huh. um, really, it, yeah, Stanley. Hmm. Huh. Because Stanley was really, really hot a few years ago, and I, and you just don't hear much about it anymore. Oh, really? Okay. But yeah. yeah, a delicious dish. Okay. Egg Stanley. All right. So then what did you do? Have you gained a lot of weight so far? Uh, I'm, I think I've lost it all through sweat, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Yes, you did pick a rather hot, warm time to come. Not mm. too bad, though. We got lucky. Yeah, it's better. It's, it's better than it was. Which no, no, is uh, low for us. Yeah. No, we hit 105 with this humidity wow. a couple of weeks ago. I, I, I heard it was uh, usually the rainy season this time of year as well, so I feel yeah. rather lucky. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I was in London two years ago, and I was surprised by their weather in July. It was 50s. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you can get surprised anytime. Most right. definitely. So, so then after that, you went where? Saturday night. Um... After breakfast, you went... Uh, so it was actually it was a latish brunch. Uh-huh. Um, mm. uh, I actually went to Treme that evening. Um, oh, okay. I had oh. um, Manchu's Chicken Shop. Hmm. Wait, where? Don't know that one. Manchu's. Manchu's. Yeah. Was it, that in Was that in like Saint Rock Market or something? No, no. It's uh, just off the Esplanade. Hmm. Wait. On spell Treme. Spell that. M A N C H U, like Fu Manchu. Really? Yeah. Uh, a delicious Chinese take on fried chicken. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, amazing barbecue sauce uh, with yakimane on the side. Ah, uh, yes, yakimane. You have to you have to try that. Okay. And, uh, and that was good? Oh, very good. That's one for us. We're going to have to look that one up. Manchu's chicken. Okay. Takeout only. I, what? Uh, takeout only. Oh, okay. So takeout place. Okay. Yeah. And that was where on on Esplanade. Yes. Okay. Hmm. And and Treme. Yeah. In Treme, yeah. Huh. That uh, that strikes a, a, a nice little heart in my in in my heart, and uh, that's where I grew up. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Right there. Hmm. Mm. All right. So moving on. Yeah. Sunday morning, uh, 11 a.m. Parkway Bakery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a winner. Yeah. Uh, most but, definitely. But did you get enough to eat? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was fit to bust. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Um, you know what? I should have I should have uh, heard your your um, itinerary, which I guess was all planned because uh, I would have. No. It's, um, no? I, I have like a long list of places that I want to hit up and then I've uh, just been choosing by the day depending on how i'm feeling ah, uh, apart okay. from say galatoires and um okay. a couple restaurants that have uh specials on certain days okay well maybe we can help you with the remainder of your trip from your list okay oh. so of course i don't know if we should even claim that since we didn't even know about manchu okay <laughs> all right so um parkway good what'd you get at parkway a um the alligator sausage and turkey gumbo oh <laughs> That's unique. Uh, yes, very unique. Um, uh-huh. Followed by a large shrimp po' boy. Okay. Dressed, of course. <laughs> and two box root beers to wash it all down. There you are. <laughs> I, I've, I've become again. slightly addicted to box root beer. I think I'm going to have to import it. <laughs> 
Okay, keep going. This guy has it down. Go ahead. <laughs> um, that evening, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oysters That's again. That's a familiar yeah. thing you yeah. say in New Orleans. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think oysters again, possibly, if I recall. But then I'm uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't know where. No. Okay. Somewhere, somewhere with tables. Somewhere what? With tables. Okay. <laughs> Remember the word chairs? Right. Um, and then... One day everything's closed here, so what did you do? Uh, Willie Mays, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had the fried chicken, uh, mac and cheese, um, and the fried okra. Okay. You know, if I had known that you were here for fried chicken... Mm. Last night was Carl's Fried Chicken at the Roosevelt Hotel, which is uh, really? a big deal here. Did you have that? No, no. Had you heard of it? I hadn't, actually. Okay. I'll yeah. have to come back, I guess. You do have to <laughs> oh, come back again. Bad. Please let us know if you do. Okay. For sure. All right. So um, you went to Willie Mays. Did you like Willie Mays? Very much. Now, see, we're not fans of Willie Mays. Oh, really? Why yeah. so? Yeah. It's one of those things that if you're a local, it's sort of... Ferments in your brain, and you you feel like, well, heck, I've been seeing this all my life. That For doesn't sure. make it any any less good. But uh, definitely a tourist-based clientele, I'd say. Whereas it's I, a I different think, kind of batter. Yeah, you know? very light, yeah. crispy. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. So today, where'd you go before you came to the show? Uh, I went to the Hi Hat Cafe. Oh, oh, now now that is definitely off the radar. So where yeah. in the world would you have been turned on to that? By a local that you met somewhere? I, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, okay. I, I, yeah, it was just like a, if you take a look at my list of restaurants, um, very close to the top is uh, go to Hi-Hat on Tuesday, exclamation mark, explanation mark, explanation mark, um, Specifically for the fried chicken. Okay. Uh, with mac and yeah. cheese pimento. Oh, yes. And hush yes. puppies. Oh, wait. We have to take a break. Okay. We'll stay there. I'll we'll be, be right here. back. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Hello. Welcome back. You have uh, managed to tune into the food show. 80. No, no wait. Excuse me. <laughs> I, I lost my mind there for uh, 30, 31 years on the air. Yes. Same host, same idea, same concept, same everything. Although I think our guest, Jesus, could uh, could do this now yeah, because he has certainly adept. done his research. Look we are Tom. talking to <laughs> Jesus Bacalao from um, London who is here visiting and um, has certainly done uh, an extensive amount of research. And eating. All right. So, <clears throat> so your plan is Drago's tonight. Yes. What else is left on your list? Um, ah, uh, there's about forty restaurants. So, so forty at least. I understand that. <laughs> so I don't think I'll be able to visit all of them as tragic. No, you won't. But let, but run through the list and maybe we can help steer you to some good ones. Uh, Jacques Emo's. Okay. Um, the, uh, that's that's a long drive, but it's a very good restaurant. I think he needs to go there because I think it would definitely round out his experience. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, quite a few po' boy places. Uh, Liutz's by the track. Oh, delicious. Oh, man. Oh, really? I, I, I'm feeling that tomorrow. Uh -huh. um, we have a lot of po' boy places. <laughs> uh, Frankie mm -hmm. and Johnny's Creole. 
Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Frank and Johnny's, I guess. Um, uh, what else is there? Uh, Dookie Chases. Okay. Um, mm, and this is all in your pursuit of fried chicken. Um, not all, there but largely. <laughs> okay. But but were, were oysters a big thing, too, or you've just discovered, wow, it's a great place for uh, oysters? No, no. O- oysters were a big thing, too. They were? Yeah. Okay. For sure. But right. I, the thing with fried chicken is, yeah, it's it's a nice, like, reference point, you know, because, it, I mean, it's so different here to, say, well, especially England, but even to what I've tried across the U.S. Um, well, we like our fried stuff here. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> a little too much, I would say. But... I think we no, probably eat more much. fried stuff than anybody. Go ahead, what? Uh, you, I don't think you could like it too much. It's... It's like a. No, I, I would agree with you. I there. think when you get home, you're going to have to probably detox from all the fried <laughs> stuff you're eating. Or retox. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> all right. So, um, so w- what other ones? Run through the list really quickly. I'm curious to see what's on it. Um, so it's it's actually it's kind of vaguely organized into uh, chicken, oysters, and po' boys. Okay. Um. So the other oyster spots, uh, there's Drago's um, Radfish Grill, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arno's, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's it on the oyster front. Well, now, Arno's is what we call the Grand Dame. There are four Grand Dames here, or five, actually. Let's see, Broussard's, Arno's, Antoine's, Galator's, and Tujac's, five. Very well done, Mary Ann. Okay, <laughs> so you've already hit You've already hit the funnest of the Grand Dames. So, That's certainly mm, true. I don't know. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Pascal Manali's. Oh, you should do that one. I hear yeah. the um, yeah barbecue shrimp and gumbo there are... Yeah, and that's another really old one that isn't one of the official Grand Dames, but it's it's old and and unique in its own way. Oh, and you can meet Thomas though. Is it Thomas the oyster Thomas, shucker? Thomas. Thomas. Uh, yeah. yeah. You go to the oyster bar, and Thomas has been there probably 40, 50 80 years. years. Oh, really? <laughs> he, he will give you wisdom. He uh, will give you not only oysters, but he will give you wisdom. Yes, that sounds it's like, like a, a bartender only with oysters. <laughs> My kind of place. Okay. Yeah. My kind of town. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Wrong, wrong city. Okay. I didn't mean to. All right. So go ahead. Um, on the po' boy front, we have um parasols. I hear for the roast beef po' boy. Mm-hmm. Good one. They take a long time to he get the sandwich. He says you have to come back. You uh, can't do all of this in one. No, trip. I know. I tragically only have one stomach. Um, <laughs> Uh-huh. And, and not enough time in the day because no, all these places are scattered out there in different neighborhoods. No, exactly. Like, Luckily for you, New Orleans is not a really big city. It's a, I think the perfect size because yeah. I mean everyone as as I, as I got here um, told me how small it was, but I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I guess being here without a car maybe makes it seem larger, but I think it's yeah, very nice size. It, it's it's a manageable size for sure. Yeah. All right, come keep going. Um, we have mm, Casamentos. Oh, are they open again? They must uh, be. It's, it's after Labor Day, huh? Yeah. If you, uh, the the rule is that it, you can't eat oysters or not supposed to anyway. Uh, in uh, months that don't have an R in them. So ah. uh, May, June, July, you're not supposed to tuss, 
uh, touch oysters in those uh, those months. I'll keep uh, that in it's mind. Casamentos is closed, though. They they live up to that rule for summer, but I think they open after Labor Day, don't they? Uh, if you're lucky. If cas yeah, but yeah, because they they have a sort of peculiar operate in their own world. Yeah, I, I, I saw that schedule. Like I think at the best of times, it was Wednesday to Sunday, or. Yeah, but that is a really unique place. It's a hundred years old this year. Wow. And it's it's definitely all these places that we're talking about, except for Hi Hat, which is kind of sort of an a one off um, in this list. But um, that's really a unique place, really unique. You kind of have to go there too. Most definitely, uh, just off magazine. You just have Street. to eat nonstop. Yeah, I, I, I know that. And, I, you're, and you're thin enough; you can do it. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, th there's so many museums and stuff that I've kind of have to maybe not visit because of <laughs> the restaurants. I mean, they they, they do take well, priority. Well, the really is about the food, so you're just gonna have to, you know. Of course, of course, the World War II Museum is kind of world renowned. Yes, yes. So you might have to do that. Anyway, uh, keep going. Um. We have Cedar's Seafood. Oh, that's I wouldn't. Oh, really? Wouldn't, okay, yeah, that's kind of far out. I'll cross that's that an off. Unusual <laughs> place and not particularly known in any you know major way. Off the list. Yeah. <laughs> um. You with only two days left, you got to go for the heavy hitters now. What would you recommend? Well, I'm listening to the, your list, and I, I'm I'm saying you're, you're hitting uh, really all he, the, yeah, all the good ones. Yeah, he's he's got the high notes here. Go ahead. Uh, mm -hmm. Rosedale's. No, I wouldn't do that either. Mm -hmm. Okay. No. Mm -hmm. No. Um. You don't even have time enough for the major players. No, no, exactly. Of which of which is Pascal's Manali. Yes. Casamento's. Drago's is the home of the original char-grilled oyster. So are you going to the flagship or are you going to the one downtown? Uh, flagship, I think. Okay. Yeah, you should do that. Okay. Is it worth it? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, cause I guess I only have four or five meals left, sadly. <laughs> uh, it brings a tear well, to the eye. Well, before you, uh, you, you get any tears or, or lies for that matter, what? Where, where did that come from? Yeah. Uh, never what, if if I were to come to uh, London, mm. would I hear you on the radio? You can hear him on the radio now. Yes. Oh, well, really? I'm so I um, my show is on NTS Radio, which is uh, the world's premier online station. Um, it started. Oh, yeah? yeah. So um, it started out in London, um, but now there are studios in LA and Shanghai as well. Mm. We have uh, this is primarily in uh, one such program where. Uh, a uh, <coughs> online uh, kind of a program, and we have been for quite a while. And well, uh, only three years. Only three years, but they're 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 picking up on us, and uh, it's becoming more and more prevalent. And we have a lot of uh, sued, not sued, no, <laughs> uh, All the a, a bunch of things that I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I want you to promote yourself so that people can look you up. Tell us about your. Do you have? I guess you have a an Instagram. I do. So um, okay. yeah, I my name is Jesus Bacalao, and um, my show's name is uh, Jesus Bacalao's Light Entertainment Program. Um, okay. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the purpose of that is to a kind of explore the obscure records of the past. Uh, it was originally shellac only, but um, now it's uh, more focused on private press vinyl. You know, um, vinyl that 
uh, bands or um, their managers, um, sometimes church groups even, uh, have paid to record themselves. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, well, heck, yeah, I do that all the time. Mm. So I think you might be just as geeky as Tom. Uh, I think so. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you have a challenger, Tom. I don't. I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but I'm trying to re recall the lady who was very famous as a singer uh, all throughout World War II, and uh, she was uh, uh, given all sorts of. Uh, honors by the Queen and every... Patty Andrews? No. No. <laughs> Vera Lynn. No. That's it. What What was her first name again? Vera. Vera Lynn. We'll meet again. That one. Don't, don't know where. Don't know where. Mm -mm -mm. Do you like to sing, also, Jesus? Uh, especially in the shower. <laughs> That's the best place. Well, Tom. Tom you sings a... out of the shower. Oh, really? Tom likes to sing. Oh, yes, everywhere. <laughs> Yes, and especially on the radio show. All right, so um, you went, you're leaving on Friday. Yes. Okay, and you're going straight back to London? No, no, I'm, I'm heading to Cajun country for five days. Oh, oh okay. Um, right. To Bro Bridge for a couple nights at the uh -huh. crawfish capital of the world. Okay. And then to Lafayette for another couple of days. Mm -hmm. um, and okay. then I have two days in Baton Rouge, um, and then I'll be heading back across the pond. Okay, are hmm. you leaving from Baton Rouge or you're leaving from here? Uh, from Baton Rouge. Oh, you're leaving from Baton Rouge? Mm -hmm. they, they, they know how to Where? fly, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they do. Um, yeah, so uh, ba do. Baton Rouge by uh, Atlanta, Georgia. I see, okay. <clears throat> okay. All right, so when where do you live in London? Uh, Hackney in East London. Okay, that's like the cool place now. Okay. That, that, that's now, I don't know if she's let this out, but uh, Marianne over here is a, an absolute burn for Great Britain and all yes, the I'm, parts of it. She yes, is I'm, just a wild person for that. Yes. And will walk around incessantly for days on end to look at something else that she never knew existed before. Hmm. <laughs> Are you familiar with the north of England, too? Yes, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I, I, I love Scotch whiskey. <laughs> Who doesn't? It's um, true. But yeah, I, I, I'm also a former resident of Old York, uh, up in the north, which is a not that far. We we never made it up that far. Ah, uh, really? As opposed to New York. But there was a um, there was a trip. The one I mentioned. I, I have been several times. We were actually there just a few months ago. But um, we, uh, my daughter and I, have this habit of flying into some place and getting in a car and just like tearing it up, you know. Mm. And so, um, two years ago, we did a couple of days in London and then headed out on what I could only describe as the Pride and Prejudice Chick Tour of the UK. <laughs> and so we went to um, the Goring <clears throat> Hotel. We did. No, we didn't do the Goring then. Oh, but we. Um, I like the Goring Goring Hotel. I know you love the Goring Hotel. Um, but we uh, we went sort of in a in a um, right angle uh, heading toward Ireland. At which point, when we got to Ireland, we we did the um, <laughs> wait, what's it called? The leap year chick tour <laughs> of Ireland. <laughs> and so so um so we crossed the irish sea after going through wales and we did all of this in six days by the way what did you so think you know. of the welsh accents 
No, we we didn't we didn't really stay in Wales. We weren't any place long enough to really investigate an accent. Let's just leave it at that. But we <laughs> well, we uh, we did have a good time. I like them. They're good singers. <clears throat> Tom the Jones. Welsh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, I wish that you were uh, coming back through New Orleans. I would try to rendezvous with you for dinner or something. Uh, but, well, um, I, I think I'll definitely be back here within the year. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it's been that great a trip thus far. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Well, we certainly are friendly, aren't we? I mean, Galator, as I was noticing everyone coming up to your table, and you're so nice that, Aww. you know, it was like you you were embraced as part of the wackiness of Galator's. No, like, honestly, it's probably the most welcomed I've ever felt in a new place. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's what we're like. That's what we're known for, you know. I'm surprised no one's adopted you yet. <laughs> They've tried. Oh, wait another five minutes. <laughs> and if you're going to Dragos now, I'm going to make a call for you before uh, before you get there. Are you leaving right from the station? Uh, no, no. Um, okay. Probably uh, waited out a bit. I'm still rather Hit full a couple other lunch. meals before you get out exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah, a few snacks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely talk to you, um, you know, uh, before you leave town, and and uh, you know try to kind of uh, introduce you to some people too. Perfect. Okay. The man's name is Jesus Bar Bacalao. Bacalao. Yes. There Jesus we go. Bacalao. And uh, that in its own is now, enough for us to want to have you back again. Okay, now I if before you leave though cuz you got about another 6 minutes or so. I would like you to um you're I, I guess uh, were you born in London? Uh born in Oaxaca, Mexico, but raised in oh. London. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, the, then. the Jesus is a tribute to that. I see. Okay. And how long have you lived in London? Um pretty much all of my life. All the rest of your life. Yeah. Okay. I see. I'm sure there's an interesting story there. We probably, I don't know if we want to investigate it. So, <laughs> leave, leave it uh, as a mystery. Yeah, we'll leave that as a mystery. Okay. So um, if a person, because we have very um, well-traveled and um, basically, you know, people who like to live the good life. So there are people, I'm sure, that are heading over to London. Um, and I would like to get some ideas from you for, for them. Food-wise. Wait, what? And in terms of food. Well, food and, you know, things that would make it a really interesting. Like, I would like for you to, if you could impromptu, mm. uh, craft a mini trip that would be as good for them as this one has been for you. Oh, I don't think that would be possible. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> I'll give it a whirl. Um, so... One of my favorite restaurants is actually a Japanese restaurant, uh, mm -hmm. which I frequent probably once a week. Um, the Defune, it's called. D E F. What's it called? Uh, Defune. That's D E F U N E. Um, okay. It's a very traditional Japanese place. Um, probably the most authentic you'll get outside of Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, see, well, the difference between here and English food culture is that. Whereas here it's a literal gumbo, and you're not sure what's influenced what anymore, and it's just beautiful. Um, London's more kind of co compartmentalized in its multiculturalism, yes, it mm -hmm. so it's, yeah, you got to make that choice. Do you want this or or that? Or well, I think people that are going to London would probably like think about it in terms of a tourist, because I'm not going to go to London and eat 
Japanese food. Sure. I'm going to go to London and try to find some good English food. Is that possible? Uh, Possibly, depending on uh, how strong your stomach is, I guess. Um, (laughs) One of the famous dishes um, in the East End, of course, is uh, jellied eels. Is is jellied eels? Yeah. Okay. Um, jellied in their own natural jellies. For people who are over jellies. thirty. Pardon? For people who are over thirty. Yes. Uh, the R- <laughs> River Cafe is for sure a must visit. Where is that? Um, Hammersmith. Um, okay. Between Hammersmith and Fulham, uh, right on the River Thames. Okay. Uh, if you <laughs> if you know the chef Jamie Oliver, that that's where he got yes. his start. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. You know what? Every time I go to London, I find myself eating in a restaurant next door to Jamie Oliver's place. I've never actually that's not true. I did eat at a Jamie Oliver place uh, when we went for the Olympics in 2012, but I haven't since then. Uh, All right. So your favorite Indian? Ooh. Um, so for upscale Indian, Amaya. Maya. Uh, Amaya. Where Where's that? Uh, Knightsbridge. Okay. Okay. Um, and then for more traditional Indian, uh, mm, it's a tough one. We went to a little family place in, um, Brick Lane, was it? It, it it was, it, it was actually maybe in Marleybone. It was, um, by the BBC and it's, uh, it's a family restaurant, that everybody seemed to know about. Oh, really? I, I can't remember the name of it. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we, we we like Deshoom. Ah, oh, Deshoom's great. Uh, which one did you go to? We went to the one in Covent Garden. Ah, very nice. The one the one out in East London is supposed to be really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that yeah that that's got uh, a real atmosphere to it. Yeah, um, they, well, they've all got a cool, cool atmosphere. I said it was like old Bombay, but I, I don't have any idea what that really is. Uh, an imagined old Bombay. <laughs> if you could imagine, right, yeah. exactly. So they, exactly. they have that great um, Indian cola on the menu as well. Yeah, it's definitely, it's uh, it's a scene as well as the food. And I think the food is good. I think the food is probably more fake Indian. Yeah, more of know? a fusion, I guess. Yeah, it's more of a, it's more of a palatable sort of Indian thing. It's definitely, it's definitely a thing for sure. What else uh, do you like? Uh, a lot of Italian. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, no, that's, that's the thing. As I was saying, um, being that they're, isn't such a I mean obviously there is a English food culture but it's well it's a it's a global it's a global yeah, mecca so you know you sure. kind of have to expect that all right so best fish and chips ah um poppy's fish and chips for sure where's that um near um spitalfields market okay okay yeah it's is it in spitalfields uh, just across <clears throat> the road um, okay yeah all right poppies i'm mm-hmm. gonna remember that because i'm always looking for good fish and chips and i'm always saying to myself i like the idea of fish and chips <laughs> more than i like fish and chips mm. but, it's uh, always greasy if, if, if you want the best fish and chips though you have to head further north uh, okay nor- nor- like out of the city uh no like yeah yeah to um yeah the north of england uh, oh okay northerners visiting london will not eat fish and chips okay <laughs> yeah uh they, they say they just can't make those chips down south 
Okay. Um, All right. But yeah, there's. Well, oh, sorry. No, we have to. We have to let you go. Uh, tragic. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you came on. Uh, it's oh, been so my absolute pleasure. And we'll be in touch. <clears throat> so give out your Instagram address. Uh, it is Jesus Bacalao. Okay. Easy enough. Okay. Easy enough. All right. Thank you so much. My Appreciate absolute pleasure, in. Marianne and Tom. Thank you for having me. My and hopefully and I'll appear again soon. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <clears throat> wow, that was terrific. WWL 105.3. Good F job, dear. FM HD2. You guys are blood brothers, I can tell you that. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.